with the ups and downs of creating a company and then launching and then building a, a, a team, it's uh, sometimes hard to avoid, but you run out of cash when you don't have money. Then to start asking for money and then you have a huge debt all of a sudden. That was uh, uh, very difficult to manage. Hey, welcome back to the show. And today we are bringing you all the way down to South America for an amazing guest today. Andres, would you please tell us who you are and what you do? Right. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I started a company back in Bogota. Now the company is in the States and Europe. Uh, basically, I founded a company called Turu Tango. I love it. Like it tastes Turu Tango. I love it. And we founded the, the Tinder for business. So we were basically helping SMEs and entrepreneurs to match with the best, with potential clients and partners at events. I love it. So every time you go to an event, you create a profile and we match your profile with also attending the conference or the big trade show. So who hires you? Is it the trade show or the event manager? Or is it, how does that all work? Who are you servicing there? So basically we go throughout the US and throughout Latin America and sponsor various events big three shows, conferences, gotcha. we sponsor them. We don't charge them a penny. Wow. So they can get uh, solve their networking needs. They use our platform and promote the platform throughout the conference. Nice. The one paying for the service is the attendee, the one going to the conference. We have a freemium package so they can use it for free. They have three interactions for free. And if they are convinced, they can pay $10 and unlock all the different features. Wow. And start matchmaking with potential you know, investors, clients, partners at the conference. Well, that's kind before, of a no-brainer. after every conference. And so usually what we do is we split the revenue with the organizer. Right. So it's that's what we wanted to do, a no-brainer. Wow. Let's solve your need and also give you a cut on the revenue. Nice. And also support the SMEs and, and startups attending the event. That's a very creative model. I would not have thought that going into this, that that's what you were doing, but I like it. Uh, what kind of adoption are you seeing? Does it just depend on the trade show? So basically, uh, we started with 7% adoption, 10% adoption. Uh -huh. And then now we have an average of 67% adoption because we changed the model a little bit. We, it was, it was uh, once the way we started was basically people will register as an option. When they register to the conference, they will opt in into Turu Tango. Right. Uh, they will decide to opt in or not into Turu Tango. Right. Now, when they register to the conference, we asked you, do you want to network with potential partners, clients at the event? Right. Pay $10. So usually it's by default. Right. And they pay. So now we have events that are even 100% of the attendees are paying the $10. Wow. 98% of them are paying the $10. I love it. And if they want to use the post-event features, they can do that and they subscribe. That is very cool. So you've got, you've got are there pre-post? during the event and after the event tools yes we have we have uh, yeah we have three moments and for those specific moments we have different features that add value wow uh, to the specific guest super creative i love it i love it and did you come up with this idea in bogota or is it something you came up with when you moved to the states or 
how, how did this kind of, where did you see the need pop up? Um, throughout many, many years, I, I, I lived in the States for many years, almost 10 years. Attended yeah. over 300 events. And then oh, at geez. some point, <laughs> I, 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 I was uh, in uh, private equity. I was working for an investment fund, looking for opportunities for different, to invest for investment opportunities. And, right. um, and I was also leading international missions with a number of different companies. Once I took this group of 10 companies to Brazil, uh, we yeah. attended these big conferences, big, big, big conference of 3,000 people in Rio de Janeiro. Wow. And it was a long, it's a week long conference and no one was able to really make meaningful business connections. So I grabbed the list of attendees and I was able to do a little bit matchmaking. Right in Excel. So I came up with a solution, a very, very basic solution. And then after the conference, I reached out to one of my colleagues in India and he said, oh, this is super simple. We can just build (laughs) a matchmaking algorithm. And then once everyone goes to an event, we will be able to match that person with all all the people at the event. I love it. So simple that Seven years later, we're still figuring it out. Wow. Yeah, that sounds really easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So you literally have solved the problem of, of trying to match make people at, at conferences, making it easy for an event creator to want to adopt it because it's free. And, and it takes a huge burden off them because they don't want to have to manage selling the list and all the other garbage that goes along with it, right? Right. So smart, so smart. So how, who, who are your ideal clients? Are they the ones, I mean, obviously the bigger, the more attendees, the better, but are you finding people who run a lot of small events uh, as beneficial as the ones running just large events? Anything from 100 events and above, that works. Gotcha. The bigger, the better, yes. Uh, but anything right. from 100 cool. and above. Cool, very cool. Well, there's a lot of those around, so um, I, I'm. You've got a wide open marketplace. It sounds like it is. It is, uh, and we have been very surprised with what's happening in the in the past five six months. And we started yeah. receiving calls from event organizers from Cairo in Africa, from Europe, from wow, Southeast Asia. Uh, we have wow. already supported a few of them, but we're not there. We're not ready. Uh, right. with, a, with the entire team to fully expand. We're in the process of hiring the team to be able to expand. But for now, U.S. and Latin America. Um, going nice. back to the previous point, one thing that actually inspired me, Todd, was that when when I left the event in Brazil, uh, I was I, I created a very strong bond with those 10 people that I had introduced with right. different people. And a year right. after that, or 10 months after that, I ran into one of these people that attended the event in Brazil. And he said, hey, Andres, um, when he saw me, he hacked me. I said, hey, you changed my life. You actually introduced me to my biggest client today. Because wow. of that, I tripled my sales. I hired more people. And now my son is part of the company. That introduction wow. actually changed my life. So it's, that was, that's... Wow. One, one nugget that I wanted to bring up because it's that made a difference. 
I love it. You know, anytime you're making a, a real difference where people come back and tell you and hug you and tell you that you changed their life, that is the right business to be in. So congratulations on, on discovering a solution to something that should have been solved a long time ago. <laughs> Thanks. We're in the process. We actually came up with uh, some real-time analytics that are showing us the number of different meetings that people are having in various co uh, conferences, industries, wow. cities. We have a room that shows us that. And so That's now cool. we're glad that that case that we have in Brazil, now we have multiplied by almost 200,000 people that have helped, that we have helped I so far it. through through Turo Tango. Running a business, honestly, can leave a lot of founders and operators feeling lonely and isolated. If you have ever felt that way, trust me, I know what it feels like. And there is something you can do about it. You've heard a lot of our guests talk about the fact that being lonely and isolated is one of their biggest challenges in trying to run and scale their business. CaptainsCouncil.com. Go to CaptainsCouncil.com right now and see what we're doing to resolve this problem. We want you to be a strong operator who has solutions and has a way to get around the challenges you're currently facing. What most founders don't understand is that you're not alone. The challenges that you're facing, likely somebody else has already overcome and they can give you the feedback you need to overcome them. Who better than your peers, other founders, other operators who are joining with you in a small group setting a global community setting, as well as at our in-person events to guide you through these challenges that you're facing right now. Don't give up, keep on pushing, but do it with some good advice from your peers. Go check it out at captainscouncil.com and let me know what you think about the offering. We can't wait to see you there. I love it, I love it. You know, it always is so awkward now that we live in a day when people don't really carry business cards as much as they used to, to get those connections, those real-time connections at an event is is more challenging than it used to be, in my opinion. It's so I think it's awesome. It's very challenging. Uh, it's uh, it's almost like planning serendipity a little bit or increasing the chances to meet the right people at various right. venues. So it's not... All right. Well, this is awesome. I mean, now now we have a really good idea of what you do, who you serve, and how you're helping them. Talk to us about the business itself now. Help us understand, you know, you started this by yourself after a conference and you reached out to some friends in India and I know how that thing goes, but how did you form the structure, the entity and, and, and tell us about the growth in the past few years as you've, as you've been developing it? The growth in the past two years. So basically we were able to, to bring a strong a stronger case, uh, a strong case uh, into right. an accelerator in Boston. We got selected by Techstars in 2021. So we created a company in the Congrats. U.S. Uh, yeah. And then we started expanding into the U.S. We started in the Northeast, Boston, New York. Then once we received the first uh, investors into the company, we started making uh, some very strong changes. We started hiring some key individuals into the company, sales, engineers, cool. mentors. We cre we actually organized the first um, advisory board and that made a huge difference. So what nice. started in Bogota at a 
living room connected with a friend in Mumbai in in, in India. It, uh, right. it started two years ago, thanks for the investment in the U.S. Uh, right. To uh, started supporting events in Mexico, Argentina, Central America, U.S., various cities in the U.S., North, South, Central. And Smart. A little bit even in Europe. And then so a little bit of cash start, cash started to come into the company. And then nice. now we're looking more into scaling and stabilizing the company and really scaling. Very cool. Very cool. So as you as you've taken those steps to grow, I mean, for a lot of people, especially US based people, they think, oh my gosh, you know, thinking about doing work with people out of state is finally something that's new. But for you, working with people in three different countries to establish one product, that that's a lot to handle. Like international business is not as easy as some people make it sound. What were some challenges that you've kind of faced along the way as you've been able to build and grow your business to this point? I would like to highlight three challenges. One uh, big challenge was when uh, things started to grow a little bit and then one of my only partners at the time left all of a sudden from one one day to the next. That was oh my uh, gosh. a huge punch that I it was hard to recover. It took me a few months to, Several months to actually recover from that one. Uh, yeah. The, the the when when you have only one partner, and that person leaves, that that puts the the best of you at to the test. <laughs> oh yeah. To the business. Yeah. To the, uh, at a huge risk. Then the second right. one was uh, the fact that at some point. Uh, with the ups and downs of creating a company and then launching and then building a, a, a team, uh, it's uh, sometimes hard to avoid, but you run out of cash when you don't have yes. money. And then to start asking for money and then you have a huge debt all of a sudden. That was a, right. a very difficult to manage and very difficult to right. manage as well because I had just gotten married and then so being recently married <laughs> with a huge debt. Uh, it's not fun. Uh, so no, that's not fun. <laughs> overcoming that is another is another huge win. And then the third no one kidding. is actually going to a different country and being present at various dif- various countries and being away from your family some some of the time sometimes right. throughout the year. Right. Fortunately, that has passed, and now I have people present at various uh, geographies and where I. Do- don't need to be longer present all the time. So right. uh, I also lived in 15 different countries for several years, thanks to my, oh my gosh. career prior to starting a company. So I lived in Asia, wow. Europe, US, Latin America. So it's, that's, that was a little bit, traveling was the easiest part or wow. jumping into a plane. But then once you get married and you look for something, a little bit of a stability and that, that yeah. was the yeah. hard part to deal now uh, much, that's much a easier. lot that's um, a lot of transition though that's a lot of transition a, a uh, lot of going from yeah i mean that that's a huge series of events in your life that that had to have weighed a little bit heavy on you especially with the marriage and and trying to commit to that stabilizing force in your life you know it's one thing to be this guy that can just go take off any day of the week and and 
there's nobody waiting at home for him. <laughs> right. Thankfully, <laughs> changes, yeah. changes the dynamic. Right. Thankfully, uh, as much as I love uh, the Northeast, New York and Boston, yeah. I have people already there physically and in Central America and Argentina and Mexico so that I right. do no longer need to be there so I can be that's awesome with my family. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. I, I love your story. I love, I love what you've done. You know, as you look forward and as you're trying to, to develop strategy for moving forward, is it, you know, how do you feel about software? I mean, it sounds like you're looking to potentially raise money to, to expand into some of these other marketplaces. What, what, is the, what is the game plan? Where do you hope to be in six months and in a year and, and even three years? Wow, six months, a year, three years. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a good question, Todd. So, uh, wow. Uh, that's a question I get usually from the investors. And yes, we're in the middle of a fundraising <laughs> round. We're actually 50% right. through, through the round. We have some wow. checks coming in already. Uh, we, we have the latest investors that came in came in uh, a few weeks ago uh, and we have more conversations going on halfway through the round awesome. in, in, in a in a moment where it's hard to raise money that's a, a big right. win for me for for the entire team actually and right. six right. months for now i want to be um launching our new version in Las Vegas, which awesome. is a huge epicenter of very, very cigars. Um, then course. a year from now, I would like to um, be. Um, we, we we all we always talk multiples in with with investors, and scaling is a huge right. part. So right, I would like right. to say that we we would like to multiply by ten a year from today. And, nice, nice. And three years from now. Uh, I would like to be uh, potentially raising an, uh, uh, as um, a series, uh, series A or B, or right. having conversations about potentially selling the company. Love it, love it. Well, you know, exit planning is a big deal, and and a lot of people don't think about that. And so I think it's awesome that you are. I think it's a really really strong move to be thinking of how can I build this to exit and get the biggest multiple that you can when you do. So, so I think it's awesome that you're thinking that way. Um, who are you leaning on for support? Is it your investors? Is it, uh, do you have a team of, of solid people? Who's kind of advising you through some of this? Is there someone you want to give a shout out to? Right. I have uh, definitely, there's one coach or one of our mentors and now investors his name is Derek Duplessis yeah. so big shout out for Derek nice he lives in Boston he's the one who actually built he's one of those who believed in Tudor Tango believed in me and actually support us all through pandemic where everything went to zero because this is where the events conferences and people attending events space uh, right. So right, during right. pandemic, there was nothing for for half a year. So yes. this person actually took us through a very hard period, and we overcame. We overcame together a number of different things, and it's always we meet every rigorously, religiously every Friday morning. Right. Thanks awesome. to him, we have been 
presenting to various investors. We got some money and we're uh, speaking at conferences and uh, yeah, he's kind of a, an angel in, in our path. That's awesome. Awesome. You know, I love hearing about stories like that and I love shout outs like that because, you know, the reality is as a business founder or even a business operator, as a CEO, oftentimes it feels very lonely and it feels like there's a lot of burden on your shoulders and there is a lot of burden on your shoulders, but to have a mentor or a group or, or someone in your corner who's able to give you advice and, and to keep you motivated to the right objectives is so powerful and so thank you. Thank you for the Duplessis for, for uh, blessing you with their Absolutely. presence and their guidance on this journey. Absolutely. He's actually an NGO. He leads an NGO that supports Latin America and founders expanding into the U.S. and becoming potentially you know, leaders in awesome. various industries. Awesome. Well, we've got to have a conversation about that later because I've, I've been networking with a lot of Latin American leaders uh, here in America. And so I think there's a good couple of connections we can make here after the call. I love awesome. it. Thank Very you, cool stuff. Well, Andres, looking forward and looking to people who may be two steps behind you, maybe two years behind you in development, is there any last bit of advice you'd like to share for them to kind of avoid some pitfalls as they're trying to build their way up? Right. Don't try to build... Um, products that are too expensive because you may find right. yourself in huge debt all of a, all of a sudden um, make sure right. you, you have someone like you said it before uh, make sure you have someone in your corner because yes uh, to start a company uh, it's a place where you sometimes find yourself very long yeah, it's, it's a lonely place. Oh, um, it is. So if you find a, a that mentor or a mentor, it's something right. that you should be very respectful and very committed to so that the relationship is going to last and it's going to make Agreed. the difference in the path. Agreed. So Great grab advice. a good mentor. Get a good mentor and make sure you, you have your finances under control. If you don't have the money, stop and go and find some money and don't go into debt uh, endlessly because that's a right. bad place. <laughs> that's a bad place to be, especially for a newlywed, as you, oh, as you yeah. discovered. <laughs> don't, don't get married and get... <laughs> and, <laughs> don't get married and I get, love it. Be deep, Marriage and debt aren't the best partners. <laughs> they're, right. not, they're not the I best partners. That. Right. Hey, Andres, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. And thank you for sharing your story with us. We sure hope that we can add some value to Two to Tango. I look forward to using it at some upcoming events that I'm going to. And I, I can't wait to encourage event planners to use this tool because it sounds like an amazing way to connect the dots uh, between everybody at these events. So way to go. Keep it yeah. up. Look forward to having you one of the conferences. I'll Andres is great. Honestly, um, I didn't know what I was getting into. I, I thought the product was different when I first started the interview than what it was when he started talking about it. And I thought, this is amazing. And having just been to an event about it two weeks ago, I can tell you that I wish I had that product at this event. 
In fact, I'm gonna refer it to the event that I was at because they need to utilize this tool next time they run a show. And I'm telling you right now, I hope what you learned is that no matter what industry you're in, no matter how saturated it feels, there's always some other thing that you can provide to the people who are in your industry that will add value, that will add demand, that will make people's lives easier. That is what we all do with our businesses. We provide services or products that make people's lives easier. We're problem solvers. That's all we are as business founders are problem solvers. As you start to communicate with other problem solvers, sometimes solutions become easier than you might think. And that is exactly why we developed the Captain's Council. If you haven't checked out Captain's Council yet, go to captainscouncil.com and take a look. Because what we do is we create advisory boards of CEOs. That's right, active CEOs or founders who are part of an organization who are looking for more insights. They're looking for someone to give them some next level up that they aren't seeing obviously in front of their face. That's what Andres needed. That's what he developed. That's what he did. That's what you need in your business. So check this out. Captainscouncil.com, build an advisory board around you that will provide the insights that you need. And who knows, you may have insights for other people in your group that will help them in their business. That's how this all works. It's, it's, it's a beautiful circle of friendship and a great place where you can feel trust and, and uh, build relationships with other people who are solving the same types of problems that you are. Check it out, captainscouncil.com. And we can't wait to catch up with you on the next episode of the Growth and Scaling Podcast. We'll see you then.